Ladies and gentlemen, Bangin' Beers Podcast Patreon episode number nine. Thank you for all for supporting us on the Patreon, watching this episode early. We are cracking open the P. Diddy bottle right now that we talked about in our previous episode. If you're like, what do you mean previous episode? I listened to the last one. Well, Patreon's a little behind. Um, if you if you subscribe to Patreon, you get it right away. If you don't, you have to wait a little bit. Look so at this, this goddamn is- thing. <laughs> Oh my god, there's so much beer to drink in there. Uh, this is the, the, we'll get to what it is in a moment. Um, is this a stout? It's a winter warmer. Yeah. This oh no. This might, this might be tough for me here. Um, we have a few beers. To get, we, have, we have a lot to go on the on the Patreon. Um, there's a lot There's a lot to do here. We're trying to get caught up in beers. I think pretty much right now we're, we're pretty much in a nice spot. So when we come back, we're... Maybe two episodes only deep with eight beers. You brought some cool ones. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get to do them this week, so we're going to be taking two weeks off. Um, if you're watching this later, obviously, if you're watching this recently, you're going to notice that. But we're going on vacation, and then when we come back, we'll we'll be back to full swing. Um, yeah. So, Bob, tell us about what we got going on here. Uh, you want me to read it off the? Sure. Okay. So uh, this is something that they do every year at uh, Anchor Brewing in San Francisco. Um, it, it's always a winter warmer. It, it, it's, uh, but, uh, the, the label, I don't know the story behind it, but the label always has trees every year. It is a different kind of tree on the label. So this is the 2020 release of Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, our special ale. Uh, it is a winter warmer that comes in at 7% ABV. Tis the season of our 46th annual Christmas ale release. Our secret recipe is at work again with this year's ale being the darkest and highest ABV we've ever released. With rich chocolatey flavors and a smooth, easy-drinking profile, this will be a special ale to remember. The sequoia trees on the label are Yosemite's famous three graces, chosen to represent togetherness in a year when we had to spend so much time apart. Our Christmas ale will also be supporting Meals on Wheels this holiday season and their efforts to put warm meals on the table for everyone in our community. Uh, the flavor profile is dark, malty, spiced, caramelly, and hoppy. Uh, it has been logged in 15,000 times and averages a 3.74. Uh, I have 28 friend check-ins and it averages a 3.75 with them. I actually, I think this is a great winter warmer. It is. It's good. It's definitely like obviously it's out of season right now, but yeah. it's fantastic. I like it. It's very light for how dark it is. This is definitely going to be something I'm going to sip on throughout the episode. This is something I don't want to hammer right away. Obviously, it came in a big bottle. It's 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 aged a little bit here. Um, well, but they're meant to. But yeah, yeah, these are sippers. Um, that spice is really nice. This would be a great Christmas Eve beer. Yeah, it would be. Like I would love like to have like crack it out with the family. Uh, well, obviously, is, look at this fucking thing. Yeah, <laughs> this is probably the best thing that came out of 2020. How much is actually in that bottle? Uh, I was just going to look. It's got to be like, it's like half full still. 1,500 milliliters. I'd guess probably like half gallon. Maybe a little north of a half gallon. It's it is 50.7 full ounces. Pop seen that and fucking ran. He's like, I'm out of here. 50 points. So it's one quart, one pint. 2.7 full ounces. So I'm not going to give my score on this yet. I'm going to sip on this throughout the episode, and then we'll come back to this. I, I, why don't we all just do that? The, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that works for me. But initially, it's... I thought I got a little bit of a roastiness to it, but it, it but that spice and it's, that... Like, I mean, I'm like the, it's the roasty on... It's, yeah. like it's, it's roasty on the nose, too. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like when you smell, it smells more roasty. But yeah, the spice comes through... 
more than the the roastiness. Yeah, that's good. All right, let's get our let's get our, our next one cracked here. We'll we'll go actually. Let's go top one here. This is from our boys over at the north. This one's called Rick's an okay guy. Rick's an okay guy. All right, I'll uh, let me pull this one up real quick. We're not very prepared. We, we I don't know if you if you watched our last banging beers. Um, we 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 did a lot on that one. Okay, on that one as well. Rick's an okay guy is a four point three ABV. Um, Pops checked it in a three two five. This is uh this is an okay beer for an okay guy. Brewed with uh, <laughs> Barbrogue, mosaic hops, and a nice light crushable beer with notes of citrus and strawberry. Barbrogue, what is that? I'm not sure, but 51 check-ins, so under 100. So I know you keep track of beers under 100. Yep. This is one of those. It averages a 3.54. Three friends checked it in, gave it a 3.75. Um, my dad, being one of them, gave it a 3.25. Colin Budwash and and uh, Tyler Budwash. Uh, Tyler did not give it a score. Colin gave it a 4. And then uh, JR gave it a 4. So they, they enjoy it. We'll crack this open. Good old Rick. He's not amazing. He's just okay. an okay guy. Yeah, he's okay. He's all right. Uh, Morty. Oh, it's already a nice color. Like a nice. Speaking of Morty, you, are you in our wrestling chat? No, yeah, I'm not in it anymore for some reason. Oh, I have to, I have to put you back in there. Um, I want to share that uh, Macho Man cream of the crop with Gandalf, <laughs> Macho Mandolf thing, and I'm yeah. like, I'm not doing a tag podcast anymore. I, I think I just put it to people. Who, I, I I always I get self conscious thinking that I'm going to bother people. Um, with with chats, I don't follow wrestling as much as you guys or I used to. Phil, do you want to be in the wrestling? Every chat? now and then, I find a. Every now yeah. and then, I find a uh, a gem I like to share with you guys. <laughs> um, so we're we're doing a, yeah. I've I shared the one in a in the members yeah. chat. <laughs> the the hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah, with is the hacksaw more, <laughs> He's richer than the million dollar man now. <laughs> we're I can't talk about the show and I can't say what it's about, but this is the logo for it. <laughs> nice that's awesome you, you've, you've met brian right yeah yeah that's awesome it's very rick and morty inspired but uh that's that's gonna be our show coming up it's gonna be independent wrestling themed show but yeah it looks cool you just reminded me when you said oh rick oh you made a face oh, yep i'm not sure on the face i i don't that's different <sighs> I don't know what I'm drinking. Well, it says that it's fruity. I don't know if I'd go with strawberry, which is what they yeah, use in the description. It's, it's definitely not citrus, and I, I wouldn't go into the, the tropical area like mango, papaya, guava. But It's uh, like... Why am I getting like... I, I want to say like a sarsaparilla. It's like vinegar. Almost. It's like vinegary. Is it too old? When was this canned? I, I don't think uh, it was that long ago, if I remember say. them posting that it came out. Hey, like, if less than 100 people have logged it, it can't yeah. be that old, yeah. It doesn't say. It's very, like, medicinal or something. Yeah, it has, I like, a, it's very earthy. I want to say, like, earthy. Like, it's like astringent. Yeah. Maybe it's the, the Barber Rouge. Yeah, I I, I want to say, like, a sarsaparilla, but I don't even know what sarsaparilla is, but that's what my tongue. It's like a root beer. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I like a lot of what they do, and I don't like stouts. I'm I'm not sure if I'm into this one. I I don't I don't care for this. I I love the brewery, but this one's not. I don't think this one's for me. It's not bad, but again, I'm not sure. Like if that makes sense. Like, 
Like I don't get I don't any know hot how, character at all. I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of stuck on it. I, I can't even tell what the fuck it smells like. Which may be why. Uh... Yeah, I'm not sure what's happening there. There was. You know, I, I want to say it smells like a strawberry pop tart. So my dad said at first it almost tastes smoky. I can I can go with that. But I think it's the lemon, strawberry on the nose, smooth and crushable. He gave it a three, two, five. I mean, it, that might be why Tyler didn't score it. I don't think he scores it because being a brewery now, he doesn't want to give people oh, scores. Yeah. I think he's trying to be respectful like that, uh, which was which is advice that was given to us as a podcast. But he's saying like, hey, sometimes giving scores can go against you because if you don't like something, sometimes a brewery will be like, you didn't like our beer, like that one beer you didn't like, you gave us a bad score, go fuck yourself. But I, I think we generally do a good job with Letting them, I'm going to log it, but I don't think I'm going to score it. I don't think I'm going to score it either. I don't know what's going on here, and I don't understand it, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know. It's it's not for me. I'm not going to give it a bad rating because I don't know exactly what they're going for, but I think this is where I think we stand out with being honest. Like, I think I think some of the cr- critiques we have gotten in the past is like, oh, you're a fan of that brewery. Everything you everything that you do, they like. Like people want you to be negative. I'm not going to be negative against this beer. Um, be- I think it's okay. I just it's it's like Andy said. I, I don't know what I'm tasting. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm getting like a vinegar. Like I, I don't get any vinegar vibe off it. But uh, to to me, that's definitely fruity. But I I'm, yeah, there's but I don't know what fruit. Exactly. <laughs> that's I I would I would never call that strawberry. No. To me. Yeah, I don't get much strawberry either. Like if I took a sip out of like my bottle of Fabuloso under the sink, I think it was must, must what it tastes like. <laughs> it. I will say this. It for me, it does have a little bit of like a cleaner soapy taste. Yeah, it's got like I don't know if it's an astringency or, but it's. I'm not sure. It's 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 not it's not it, for me. I'm not gonna rate it. I'm yeah. not gonna say it's bad. I personally do not like it, but I don't know. Dad gave it a three two five. So I don't know, Rick. I'm not into your beer. <laughs> Sorry, Rick. It does not taste like an IPA at all. Yeah, the rest. Uh, it, it, it burps like strawberry, ale, though. It I says think. IPA on the description. I think. No. I mean, also we're we're pretty we're we're yeah, so many IP, beers session deep. IPA. It says on the description. We're so many beers deep, so maybe we're our palates are crushed. Who knows? I'm just I'm gonna be honest. That one's not for me. I love the North. I love you guys as the death, but that one just wasn't for us. Rick's probably still an okay guy. He's still an okay guy. It's a he. They even said it. it's an okay beer, you know. It tastes. Like, you know what? It tastes like an old man. I feel like if I were to, <laughs> if I were to go down on Rick, that's exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like a mothball feeling thing going on, you know. Uh, <laughs> just trying to be add humor to this, but yeah, um, it, well, it's not for me. Um, but I think I don't. know. Maybe it's a good test to us. Maybe you know, it's, everyone says we kind of fluff everybody that we like, but. I'm being honest. It's not that one. Wasn't. Yeah, no, I, I, not, not my thing. I All couldn't right. get through the whole pint of this. Yeah, that would be a tough one for me. So the next one we have is Brambleberry uh, Pie La La Mo, Mode. A la mode. A la mode. A la mode. Ice cream in it. Um, from Peculiar, from Windsor, Colorado. I don't I'm even assuming, know. Who, I, I'm thinking this is a Gen beer. I don't even. Her. You know what? I think it is. I think Brambleberry this is a, Pie A la Mode. I think this is a gen beer. Good call. A sour wheat ale with vanilla, lactose, graham cracker, fruit, and spices. What's it called again? Brambleberry pie a la mode. Bramble. So it's supposed to be like a raspberry pie with uh, ice cream. All right. So this one, you got it ready to go? You want to read it? Uh, Sure. You're kind of leaning into me. I was like, all right, he's he's ready. (laughs) 
Uh, Bramble Perry Pie a la Mode from Peculiar Ales of uh, Windsor, Colorado. This is listed as a sour fruited Berliner Weiss. Uh, it comes in at 6%. Uh, it's been checked in 120 times on averages of 4.1. Uh, I, I have uh, one friend check in uh, with a 4.5. That just smells sour. Uh, Brambleberry is a continuation of our a la mode series. Raspberries, blackberries, mulberries, lactose, vanilla, and graham cracker, all of the ingredients needed for a pie-flavored beer. Bright berry flavors and acidity start off this experiential mouthful, quickly followed by smooth graham cracker and finishing with the tantalizing taste of melted ice cream from our copious amounts of vanilla. Lightly tart and 6%, it's a great way to wind down the way. Flavor profile listed is berries, jam-like, sweet, lactose, and sour. Smell sour? Doesn't taste sour. It, it tastes also thin to me. Yeah, it's very thin. It's thin. It's thin? Not a thick boy? No, it's thin not boy. a thick boy. It's a thin girl. It's a thin girl. There's <laughs> <laughs> thin boys, too. Yeah. And he's a thin boy. He is a thin boy. Yeah, I disguise it well. <laughs> <laughs> not me. It does, yeah. I, I see what you're saying there. It, it kind of. I got the like vanilla. Like a, yeah. I get all the berry flavor. It's not very tart at all. No, it's very just like, very thin. It, it drinks like a smoothie, but not as thick. Yeah, it's very. It's a very light. It's not terrible. I mean, I guess that would make it sense with the Berliner Weiss. Yeah, calling it a Berliner Weiss. It's a murky Berliner Weiss. <laughs> it. I. I don't want to give. I, I think what we're going with a thin. I think if someone were to drink it, like this tastes like it's watered down. This yeah. almost tastes like a seltzer. Yeah. It's almost as light as it yeah. should. I, I don't think it tastes watered down as opposed to the mouth feel. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like if you initially drink this, I think the first thing that like, pops in my head, it feels like it's watered down. But that's not what yeah, I want like to say. Looking it at it, looks like this should be like thick, but it's not. And, and also hearing all of the things in it, you would think it would be a thicker... Because when we were reading off, I'm like, oh, we should have probably rolled this. Yeah. But that was not the case. No. It's not bad. It's, no. It's, it's nice. Not. I, I'll give it a three. Yeah, that's where I'm going to go with it as well. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm going to go a little higher. I'll give this a three and a half. Okay. You know what? I'll give it a three, two, five. Actually, I'll flex and do a three, two. All right. <laughs> Leave me at three, you fuckers. All right. I see how it is. Um, like it's, it's, it's a nice dessert. Like, a, like if... This would be a great dessert beer if you're feeling like super full after dinner. Yeah. Like if you want to just have something else, but like that stout's not looking too good after that big steak you just had or something. But like I think it's nice and light. I it's pretty good. Yeah. Gonna pee? Nope. I'll water it up. Oh man. I'm trying to think of conversation to go in between here. We talk so much. Oh, you didn't really go into what you, what you did over the weekend uh, or what you tried out. I've just been working through Expedition Pack 4. Um, also, while the things I ordered off Broken Goblet, like I said, I ordered. Is that the, is that the four you brought? Yeah. So, Oh, shit. So they're like really. They're like fresh. Broken the, Goblet was the ones that we did the, the ghost beer, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 The Nitro Ghoul. And then so I brought for a future episode a watermelon cream ale. Also nitro, so, and then a a black rye ale, also nitro, and then a pale ale and a most icely IPA. I'm thinking when we come back from from vacation, the Sunday we come back, 
my brother will be here, so we'll have a full six-person table, and we can do those four and probably a few others. I have a, a, a watermelon lager from Japan I've been sitting on. To Ooh, yeah. The show. That is the watermelon duel or something there. Yeah, a, a watermelon showdown. The watermelon. <laughs> the watermelon. Yeah. The watermelon. Um, Bob, what did, I mean, you talked a little bit on the end there yeah, of the episode. Actually, um, what I um, I can't remember where I left off in the story. Uh, I I think we were oh the big truck place in Maryland. Yeah, um, uh, we left there. We we crossed back over into Pennsylvania. Uh, we stopped here at Aldous. Um, I think I had four there, and uh, I bought three bottles to bring home, and uh, one or two of them might be saved for the show. Cool. And uh, then uh, we went to a a place maybe a mile away uh, we were going to eat there to end the night and uh we ended up getting there like 10 minutes after the kitchen closed so we had one and called it a day yeah i know with the aldis we sell a lot of their pretzel wheat that's not bad yeah because really? we have that and a couple of their others we've had i think we had a hazelnut porter or something off of them and i don't remember what else we had in but it all sells well yeah yeah, I haven't had anything from Aldis. Nick Aldis is a is a wrestler, so you got a wrestling reference out of the way there right away. <laughs> I had, uh, I had uh, beer tarts. Boys have a pina, girls have a colada. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's well, not uh, a duma. It's not a duma. Orange crush sickle. I want to make a beer and, called uh, My Daddy's a Gynecologist and He Stares at Vaginas All Day Long. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, driving Me Nuts, which is uh, the Hazelnut Porter. My, Bo- my, my favorite gynecologist one is the, the T-shirt that says, I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll have a look. I'll take a look at it, yeah. <laughs> I just, Kindergarten Cop was one of my favorite movies uh-huh. as a kid. It's not a tumor. <laughs> is, is that a rat? It's not a rat. It's a ferret. It's a ferret. <laughs> yeah, fucking. We're going to do police school. <laughs> Why don't you have lunch? <laughs> we should get drunk. So one of the things we kind of pitched, um, we were talking about before is like for Patreon, where we talk, like we watch a movie, we, we come into the episode, already watch something kind of like not cool in high school. And then we're already drunk from the banging beers I'm episode. In. And then we and talk we, we, and review a movie. That'd be awesome. Like if it, like if it held up, like if it's one we saw when we were like young, Dude, I watched and like <laughs> we we rewatch it and then talk about it. So yesterday I watched <laughs> Mortal Kombat 1995 and Beverly Hills Ninja. Nice. <laughs> and which it, one it, held up? At, I Mortal I, Kombat. I, still too, I, the, I think Mortal Kombat 1995 is still fun. Yeah, I like. I still remember laughing in Beverly Hills Ninja when they're in the hibachi. Oh, yeah. He's, dude. He just has that fucking fish and he's Beverly Hills around. Ninja would like, never get made to dick. No. Really? Let's put it that Absolutely. way. But why not? Oh, the re- Asian like stereotype. Really? Great white ninja thing just would like, never fly no, in the woke but society. Just like, Is that when he falls on the hill? He falls uh, He falls on a lot of things. Down, yeah. yeah. That's no, his down the hill was uh, Black Sheep. <laughs> black Sheep. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Be- Beverly Hills Ninja when he's on the palm on the palm tree yeah. and launches into the building. Yeah. And I mean, it's in- still funny. It's funny because it the reason I, so like I watched Mortal Kombat and Robin Shu, the dude who plays Liu Kang is in Mortal Kombat and he's also in Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? It came up on Netflix. Let's do it. So when we were doing Frog Sport for Camp Leapfrog, 
one of the things they were trying to do at the very end was have him come in and cut like a you are the top frog like <laughs> Xiao Xiao Kang but it just didn't work out and plus the new ex- the new movie was coming out so he was like nah I'm good <laughs> yeah did you watch the new Mortal Kombat I loved it yeah. it was awesome it was, it was awesome. a lot of fun like it's it Anyone who's butthurt about it, like, have you ever played a Mortal Kombat game? I mean, yeah. seriously, that's all I wanted. I wanted blood, fatalities, and ridiculousness. Yeah. Like, I'm not looking at, like, some kind of art piece from for the no. fucking Oscars. And they set up for, like, four more movies. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's going to yeah, set up towards I know people are rallying heavily for The Miz to be Johnny Cage. I like it. <laughs> which would be yeah. perfect. Yeah. Because people were saying for Ryan Reynolds to be in, which yeah. he will be good, but he, he, be like, he, he has enough going on yeah. that, like... I think The Miz as Johnny Cage would be yeah. fucking awesome. And he could finally say he's an A-list celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I like it. Everything about it was great. Like, it's it's the game. I mean, what are you looking for? Yeah. Did you watch uh, King Kong vs. Godzilla? Yes, I did. Although my favorite thing about it is that uh, Kano is just fucking Ozzy Man. Like, yeah, have you ever Kano, watched the Ozzy Man reviews? Yeah. Kano, he's fucking Ozzy Man. <laughs> Kano's fucking back is killing him because he carried that movie. Yeah, he, he was so care. good. I, I enjoyed Godzilla vs. Kong, and I enjoyed even more when they uh, interviewed the director about a director's cut. He said, absolutely not. He said, it's a movie about a giant monster versus a giant monster. Yeah, it's like anyone... How like, much more do you want? I he don't said, know about the story. He's like, no one gives a fuck about the humans. Well, I want to see... Well, it was he even Godzilla said, and King even, Kong punching each other in the face. He even <laughs> said he's like, if I add another hour, it's of people talking about two giant monsters yeah. fighting. He's, yeah. like, he's like, there's no point. Like I, I think the thing that turned me off from the movie was the human stuff. Yeah, like if you they just had a like a two hour more. long movie of just them just yeah, like I'm like I don't give a fuck about eleven fucking going through some we, we, weird. We thing. don't need script; just beat the shit out of each other. I, yeah, yeah. So, have you seen it yet? No. Spoiler alert! I, I did enjoy the axe. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't watched yet, spoiler alert! Just fucking turn it off now. Um, the fact that like Mech Godzilla makes an appearance, right? And you're like, fucking <laughs> Mech Godzilla, yeah. this is awesome, and he's kicking the shit out of both of them. And then the humans are like, how can we stop it? And they're like, we can't hack in to fucking stop it. So she just fucking gets like a flask of whiskey and pours it over the keyboard. <laughs> and that shuts down yeah. Godzilla. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? If I poured a key, uh, if I poured a drink on this fucking laptop right now, it wouldn't even end this stream. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I just like the axe too. Yeah, that yeah. King Kong has. King Kong that's made out of the so like, good. fucking energy. <laughs> well, well, the 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 head of the axe is made out of a Godzilla scale. Yeah, yeah, which is which was awesome. Yeah, like it's just like. You use him to beat himself, basically. The like, the uh, the special effects, wrong. yeah. The special effects <laughs> look so good. Like I mean, yeah. if you're looking for like like I said, like some kind of art piece of cinema, like you're not getting it out of either Mortal Kombat or Kong vs Godzilla. Oh yeah. the, come on, we're looking at a giant monkey fight a giant lizard. I mean, that's why the, it fights the, a giant uh, robot. The the other thing, did you catch? Because I didn't catch it until I read about it. There's a Jason X. No, where is it? There's a Jason X Easter egg. It's when they go into Hollow Earth and he grabs that creature and smashes it off the ground. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a it's a callback to when Jason X when he takes the person in this the liquid nitrogen sleeping bag and smacks oh. him off the ground back and forth. Uh, well, that, well, that, was that, a, that wasn't Jason X when he slapped yeah. him. Well, no, he, so yeah, in Friday yeah, 13, the 13th 7, he does the sleeping bag thing, but he also, but he also does, does it, it in Jason X, X but like yeah, in the simulation. Just, yeah. Yeah. yeah, when they have him in the simulation. It's like the two like naked so, like 
sorority girl counselors. He like he just ties them both in the sleeping bag and beats them off the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah He's so like that's they're they're equivalent yeah. of the the next generation's holodeck. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Right, Dude, so. Jason X is underrated. Like, if you take it as a straight, strict, like, serious movie, you're wrong. you're gonna have a bad day. Yeah. But if you look at it as a satire on the entire Friday the Thirteenth franchise, yeah. it's amazing. It, it is a good movie. Everybody it, went it, to space at one point. Yeah, yeah. Leprechaun. Yeah, yeah, Leprechaun. yeah, Leprechaun. Freddy didn't. Space. Freddy didn't go to space. <laughs> um, they're actually doing a movie where it's Dracula in space, <laughs> like vampires in space. I've, I've, I'd watch it. Yeah. But my my question is, what about a werewolf in space movie? And the moon's always there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the moon's always full. It's always full. Yeah. So in theory, they would always be in werewolf form. Yeah. Or if they lived on the moon, would they ever turn into a werewolf at all? Turn in your never screenplay. Never seen the full moon. <laughs> yeah. Turn in your screenplay. Is it all right, is all it visually... What do you do on a planet with more than one moon? Yeah. Man. Oh shit. Double werewolf. Or <laughs> if it's two moons, the second moon cancels out the first moon, yeah. and the third you... moon will. We're going to reactivate the werewolf. If, if, you're, <laughs> if you're a werewolf and you stand on the moon and yeah. it's always full, is it you have to visually see yeah, it or is it just the energy just of the, the energy full moon? Of the moon? Yeah, I don't know. That's a fucking good question to ask, mm-hmm. especially when you're drunk. <laughs> you just blew my fucking mind. Let's ask all the experts in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're watching this in the chat, what do you think? How how does it work for a fucking? What would you do yeah. if you're a werewolf on the moon? <laughs> Are you a lichenologist? <laughs> a lichenologist. This isn't rocket science. Just say yes, and we'll move on. Um, there, so, there's NASA faking all that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the whole time werewolves. That's because they want to protect us from the werewolves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People are werewolves. The moon wolves. They're like, by the way, I did want to write a. I I did want to write a movie about someone that's an astronaut that's also a werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) You launch and you get to space, and you're just like, like when you're orbiting the Earth and you're away from the moon, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) so it's it's like an alien style movie, but with a werewolf on a space station. Like, (laughs) you're like Jim, you're acting real weird, and Jim gets in space, like, oh no. Oh, so like, what, so would it be would like sign up for this? So like on the like on the second rotation, you're like, okay, we gotta get him into this room and lock him in there. Yeah. <laughs> like we Jim, cannot. Jim, why the fuck would you spend so much time being uh, becoming an astronaut, knowing that this would happen? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was on my way to the space station, and then a wolf bit me. But I'm I thought, like, God it was, damn it! <laughs> so then I thought, I'll be all right. <laughs> It'll be Let's good. Just go to the space. Stab them with this silver tool. <laughs> Have they ever tried to shoot a gun in space? Can't shoot a gun in space. Yeah, I don't think he'd be able to. Have they ever tried though? I, I, well, I mean, a dude. Maybe they'll try to Remember Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying like a real, like if you shot oh, it. Oh, Are you telling it? me that Armageddon is not real? <laughs> well, I would I'm say there's here. no air pressure or anything for the. Com- there's no oxygen for the combustion. So I, 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 I guess so technically you would have to build a moon bullet. But not that I'm an expert, <laughs> but I would guess technically it would depend on how tight your shell is. Yeah. Because it, it, that would be the only air it would have to rely on is whatever's in like You shoot the, the gun in the bowl just like... <laughs> well, I would think if you would shoot it, wouldn't no! it even ignite? Because <laughs> there's, no, there's no oxygen for the combustion portion. Yeah. What, what, then, uh, what if you fired it out of the space station that has... Would have oxygen. So in when it. you type shooting a gun at a Google, the second thing comes up is shooting a gun in space. What's it say? Uh, and then shooting a gun while pregnant is number it, three. It, <laughs> so number two is space. Everything, number three everything is, is doing while pregnant. Pregnant werewolves in space. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fucking Rob Zombie movie now. Yeah, this movie is getting out of control. So, what would happen if you shoot a gun in space? Fires can't burn in the oxygen-free vacuum of space, but guns can shoot. 
Modern ammunition contains its own oxidizer, a chemical that will trigger the explosion of gunpowder and thus the firing of a bullet. Wherever you are in the universe, no atmospheric oxygen required. The so only difference between the trigger in Earth and space is the shape of the resulting smoke trail. So basically, it would still just shoot normally and it would just go on forever. Well, it's still like oh, as, as, as long as you had modern ammunition, a, yeah. a black powder gun would yeah, work. No. Yeah, so I mean, but a bullet would still come out at the same velocity and speed and be able to hurt someone. That's I theoretically, yeah. So we can still kill werewolves in space as long as you got a silver bullet, I guess. All right, good to know. Core's light saves. The yeah, day. once one shot, the bullet will <laughs> keep going quite literally forever. So it would go through somebody and just keep traveling. Well, well no, I mean, it, if it's like gets stuck in somebody, it's gonna stay. But, that, but that, like, there's there's no gravity. Yeah. So, there's, so because there's, there's nothing... no pull in space, like if you throw something, it's gone. Yeah. Like the whole premise of what the hell was that? Movie with Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. What a what what a woman wants. It's this no, no it's the space <laughs> one. I can't remember the name of it. Gravity, I think it's called. That basically, like, he just flies off into space because, like, he gets propulsed out of the space station, and she's like, "Bye." Forever. It's like later, nerd. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're at Sleeping Giant. I think he went for another pee. Yeah, he's, he's like a fucking. He's like an eight year old. So, well, it's funny, you know. So, fun Star Wars fact. I don't know if this is technically canon now but uh so during the mandalorian jedi wars so the jedi always blast block blaster bolts mm-hmm. so what the mandalorian's solution was was basically a conventional firearms <laughs> it's like they call them slug throwers so basically they're shooting shotguns at jedi's like dodge this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> can't block a laser yeah beam. so it's like you can block a laser beam but here's 30 pellets at you <laughs> so, so he was just fucking people that's up. how they would that's how they would kill jedi oh that's smart Luke's like, yeah, bring that shit. You're like, poof, like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> there you go. So that, that answered our question. You yeah. can shoot a gun in space. Well, I mean, not necessarily space. They're on a planet. When they're oh, yeah. Fighting, so, usually. Yeah. So modern Earth weapons would kill Jedi. Yeah, they can't, like, block the... It's not a blaster bolt that goes... That they can predict. So a a Marine would kill... A, 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 troop, a, a group of Marines would kill a group of Jedi. Probably. Wow. Good to know. And they can't block bullets, but they can. Block so the so once again, the Marines would beat the Space Force, possibly. Yeah, <laughs> we learned something new. I didn't know the Mandalorians used shotguns against Jedi. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're at Sleeping Giant. So here's what's kind of cool about this lineup. So this Sleeping Giant is a collaboration with Brewdog, and- who did an episode with Anchor Brewing, where they created I want to say it was a wild fermented beer. Oh, really? With Anchor Brewing, yes. So this is actually also a collaboration with the, the super supermarket giant. Yes. yes. Which I, I brought this. It was a... I uh, sacrificed one can from a Valentine's present. I appreciate that. Uh, you're welcome. And I appreciate your... your, your I'll, I'll bow. Fiance wife? Uh, girlfriend. Girlfriend? Of on the 25th will be 10 years. Mm-hmm. There's still no fiance title. Correct. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck. How do you feel about that? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, she's not going to watch this. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> what What makes you not, are you just not in the idea of marriage? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, situationally, yes. Like, uh, depending on like work situation and stuff with health insurance and stuff. I mean, b- with being together for going on 10 years, I mean, obviously. Yeah. Well, neither was... of us are necessarily going anywhere, yeah. but neither of us necessarily see the... Um, necessity to to get married Mm -hmm. i was in the same boat with heidi because me and heidi were together almost nine years before we got married 
And the reason we got married is because we talked to another couple who were together for a while. And they're like, yeah, like we got into a really bad car accident and she had to be put on life support and I, and her, she really had no family and they lived out of state and I couldn't make the call to save her life. And I was like, well, fuck that. Like she survived. And I'm like, we're just going to get married for the legal aspects of like having, like we can, we can make a call for each other. Yeah. And we're like, that's a good call. So like, we didn't really, I, like I, subscribe to the idea of marriage because like once again we're together we're together um and that's the only reason we did it for the most part that's like the, the same thing kind of and we like, always said too like because we're like oh well, fucking marriage is a joke because like not everyone can get married and we're very very both pro lgbtq and we're like oh if everyone can't get married then we're not going to get married and then it got legalized and we're like oh now we'll do it like we'll see you know i mean like so that was a thing for us as well but no i definitely feel you on that I yeah, think that just, title is bullshit anyway. Yeah, if you're just, just happy with each other, be happy with each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not saying that it won't happen, but... Dude, my wedding was fucking so redneck, white trash. It was fucking awesome. We literally rented the Elks down the street. We we had an open bar. We paid for like three or four kegs. We hired a DJ, and we're like, you do, I do. And we didn't even have food. We're just like, here's finger foods over here. Whatever you want to do, go have. Like, don't come hungry. Just come to party. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's then, what I'm thinking if we do do it. Like, our wedding was like fucking. We're looking at. 12, like $2,000. I'm trying to find a. Budget. I'm trying to find a house out of town. And then once that happens, maybe we will. And I'll just get a couple kegs of whatever. Yeah. Like, it's a fucking way to go. Um, <laughs> like some cheaper kegs. And then like. Craft cakes too for like mm, the special people for the special people. Dude, just fucking tell everyone to come. Like everyone, bring Joke a six pack. Hi. I'll invite Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> be like, hey, bring some kegs off the Black Rock. And <laughs> bring a, bring a, bring a canary, but yeah, yeah. If everyone brings no, like a, a, just, a mix of six pack, we're yeah. all just like we all just split. Yes, yeah, you can get drunk off splitting beers. We've proven it a hundred yes. episodes in. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, Sleeping Giant Brew Dog USA uh, IPA Imperial Double New England nine point five. Shocking, Holy does not drink is. like a nine point oh, yeah. five. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I I really enjoyed this. I don't know. I don't remember if I checked it in. Yeah, I be honest. I, I liked it. I. We'll get to it. Brewdog and the Giant Company have joined forces to bring... I feel like a Brewdog and Giant Company have joined forces to bring you a hazy double IPA. A seismic of seismic proportions. Load it with an intense aromas with white peach. I, I actually taste the peach in this. Apricot and hints of lime peel. This New England style finishes low bitterness and a smooth ride. 653 people have checked it in and gave it a 3.99, and two friends have checked it in and gave it a 4.25. I was not one of those friends. <laughs> I just checked mine in at the table, so I'm probably one of them. Um, oh, you want a 4.25? No, I gave it a 3.5. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, no. Yeah, I did. Yeah, 3.5. I'm actually going to go 4 on this. I really enjoy this. I almost checked my dad into this one. Fuck him. He He left. Screw yourself. Fucking quitter. Fucking quitter. I really, really <laughs> like this. I think this is a very tasty tasty beer and did not think it was that strong. Yeah, I would never guess. Definitely does. Yeah, yeah, no, 9.5. Holy shit. It's not bad. I give it a 3.5 as well. I don't think it's that great either, but definitely very limey. I get a lot of peach. I get a lot. I, of, I got the peach too. Yeah, yeah, I get some peach, but I get a lot of lime taste on it too. And seeing how I did not check it in prior, I'm going to give it a four. Uh, yeah. Also, like I, I get a lot of peach and nectarine. Yeah, there is is there too that little bit. 
These next two, I'm gonna be honest, I'm not looking super forward to because they don't look like things that are up my alley. But we'll see how it works out for us. <laughs> I don't know if I want to roll that because it says that it has lime puree in it. We'll roll. Cara Cara Daiquiri Sour Weed Ale. Yeah, Daiquiri style beer. Not sure how I feel about it. What was that documentary you said you watched it with the with Brew Dog where you could on Amazon Prime? Well, so Brew Dog has a show called Brew Dogs that on they, Amazon. Uh, I don't know if it's on Amazon right now, but uh, it used to be on Esquire Network. But um, basically, what they would do is they would go to all these different towns in the U.S. They did a few international ones too, like they did one in Germany. Um, but mm. they would go to they would go to all these different towns and then they would create a beer with they partner with one of the local breweries and make a beer based on that area so like they did one in like northern california that they use like wine must and like lactose from all the cow farming and they did one in seattle their goal was to make the most caffeinated beer they could ever make with seattle coffee I was expecting a grudge. So beer. it's only it's only it only ran for one season. No, it's like three seasons. Yeah, cause I I remember watching it because I three I don't remember if they went to Philadelphia. Yes, no, they did a beer the, with um. Yeah, it, did it was Sly Fox. I don't I don't know if it was Sly Fox. Might have been Yards, Sly Fox but or also I might, I, I might have an in with. Sly Fox too. Two they, Scottish brewers go around the world and accomplish various beer brewing challenges. Yeah, they did. Um, they did one with. I want to say it might have been Victory. Yeah, I, I think it was either Victory or Yards. Yeah, I'm it pretty was, sure. It was I, one I think of those it was two. Victory. Um, but yeah, they did Victory. They did one in North Carolina. They did one with Sam Adams. They did one with, uh, like I said, Seattle. They did one in like Colorado with uh, like um, Oscar Blues. Um, they went with Stone. <laughs> But uh, fuck you, Stone. But what they did was Stone. So like, I guess Stone was opening a new brewery in Germany, and they did an anti-Reinskapot beer. So like, the German purity law where beer can only be made of barley, hops, yeast, and water. They did like the exact opposite. Like the their liquid was like cucumber puree, or like it was like cucumber water. So, so they like, made the anti-German beer. Yeah, like they they pressed a bunch of cucumbers to get the liquid for the water, and then they used like. Some kind of uh, it wasn't a hop. It was something similar to a hop. It was crazy, and then they wild fermented it. Sorry for the people who don't like that noise. I'm gonna go light pour. This one's alright. Yeah, it's not bad. Like it, it's like a hot day. Yeah. Like, didn't want to read this one off. That doesn't taste anything like a daiquiri. No. Mm. Uh, it is the Cara Cara daiquiri. So it's a sour wheat ale with Cara Cara orange puree and key lime puree. That's all we get. It is 5.2% for 5.2%, and it's a fruited Berliner. And this is from Yule's Brewing Company, which is out of Col- it's a Colorado, Boulder, Colorado. Boulder, Colorado. Yeah, they have made 107 beers. Uh, they average a 397. So they're right They're right there for, for overall 4.0 brewery. All right, let's see how we go here. I'm like at the point where I'm like, I have such bad acid reflux that I eat nothing but sweet sauce pizza and drink <laughs> soda and beer for all fucking weekend. Dude, I drank so much yesterday. I had two podcasts I went live in. And the first guest, he's a fan of banging beers, Taylor. He brought like four beers and we drank those. And then the next show, we drank a few more craft beers, and I had like four or five, like four chetties. 
And I was, and then I, I had a few more cherries as I was editing it, and I was like, oh my god, I'm fucking hammered. And I fell asleep so early, and I woke up again at like two thirty in the morning, and stayed up to like four, and then fell asleep back upstairs watching Batman animated series movies. <laughs> um, yeah, so that first beer we, uh, I, for full disclosure, I woke up today at one forty five. My dad got here three minutes after I put pants on. <laughs> I have not eaten, and I just started drinking. So this is my breakfast, and I'm already hammered. I'm feeling it. <laughs> All right. I almost scored this already. I give it a three. Nothing crazy. It's so citrusy. Yeah. It's not that good. It's three. not it, bad. It, not it's good. very. It's very. I don't really get orange. I'm getting I guess a I'm lot the of out. I give it a three seven. I like it. It's vegan friendly, by the way. No. So if you say that, that three point two. <laughs> I'm gonna go three. Well, beer's not vegan friendly other than like Guinness. Um, there, there are. Well, yeah, I'll, yeah, a lot of Guinness them are. says I'm gonna like fish. I, I'm not a huge fan. I love orange juice, but I don't like anything outside of orange juice as orange flavored things. Mm. If that's weird, is that weird? It's kind of like tang. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't like tang. Orange, our orange flavored things, I'm not a fan of. Yeah, I won't really light on that pour. This next one, um, also orange, also orange. <laughs> is this another Jen Berry thing? Probably. I think it's Jen Berry. Is that, is that supposed to be Rick? Also, one of the ones you gave me too. I you gave me that one and that one. Yeah, uh, I think this is supposed to be. Is this supposed to be Rick? Rick Gasly on the cover on the on the can. The never gonna give you up guy. Uh, no, I'm like sorry. It's called Mandarin Velvet. I'm thinking it's just a regular. Yeah, just. I think it's just supposed to be a fancy bartender. Soda jerk, so to speak. Yeah, there you go. Oh, like a, like a, okay. Yeah, like you. an old like soda hop guy. All right, so we we were gonna have a Mandalorian beer, but we did we passed on it to have this Manda Mandaran Mandaranian whatever the hell velvet. I'm, I mean, technically, it's not too late to quick switch out the. Uh, no, we're gonna keep all those for an episode. I think that's good to keep them all together. Um. Introducing the Mandarinian whatever velvet milkshake style IPA Indian Mandarina. Sorry, right, you Mandarina. said it. Mandarina velvet. Mandarina velvet. Mandalorian velvet. Mandalorian velvet milkshake <laughs> IPA uh, brewed with tangerine, blood orange, uh, mandarinian, barbarian hops, vanilla, lactose. This bright. I feel like Neb right now. I'm like I'm in the Neb territory. This uh, bright and hazy velvet is rich with citrus, bringing the taste of summer sunshine to the cold, drab winter months. With a touch of lactose, you are uh, left satisfied with an orange creamsicle sensation. Ah, not a fan. Uh, actually, that that vanilla snort orange creamsicle beer was really fucking good and i don't even like orange flavored things um where we at here by f- uh by further using the bavarian hops they're also known for the punch of citrus taste notes uh it is the the, the mandarin season runs from no- mid-november through the early Feb- february making this perfect time to add citrus and beloved velvet recipe this is a 7.4 beer here boys Oh, that last one is so. This tastes like an orange Julius. It does. Yeah, I'm gonna go light pour again. It's not bad at all. This is no, actually pretty not. good. It is pretty good. I know. But my, I'm like up to here already. I feel like I'm <laughs> alone. I'm gonna. I'm gonna eat. Well, like we got it this left. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I should not end it with that. 
We should have started with the orange beers. <laughs> this one tastes like oh, an orange Julius. I go yeah, with three five does. on this one. It's yeah, it's same. Like it's a good novelty, but uh, like I couldn't drink a lot of them. But it it it's solid. It's like orange creamsicle. No, that's good. I don't like art. Like I said, I don't like orange flavor thing, but that's pretty tasty. I'll go. What'd you say? Three what? Five. I'm gonna go three two five. Level ninety and taster, please. Because I check everything on the show as tasters, so I'm up to level ninety. I do a lot of flights. Uh, Brewery Pioneer level fifty five. This beer is, I guess. Uh, let's see. I had a beer from 275 different breweries. Try five more different breweries to hit, hit level 56. And then shake it up level five. Milkshake IPAs. That's what I just got with all these. All right. Uh, we'll start with you, Andrew. What do you got? I'm going to go 325. I don't love it, but it's it's solid. Uh, it's a good novelty beer. It tastes like an orange Julius. It's nice orange cream flavor. Oh, man. We're so deep down the strap hole. Bill. I went with the three five. Three five? Yeah. Bob? Uh, I also gave it a three five. Three five. I went also three two five. All right, let's uh let's do what we do here. Beer of the night. Oh, we gotta do the post. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. The the P. Diddy bottle. I'm so full with beer. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm fucking over it. I had to make room. Sometimes all these different flavored beers for me, it's just not a good fucking combination. I, I, I really enjoy this. I do. I really do. Um, who's Anchor? Anchor. Anchor Brewing. Just Anchor. Not not to be mistaken with the Anchor who provides us the streaming platform service that we use here. Anchor.com. At anchor.fm. Um, I'm going to go and I'm going to give this one a three, seven, five. I really enjoy it. I appreciate you bringing it, Bob. Uh, maybe shouldn't have put it on this episode cause we're fucking so <laughs> deep already in this, in this journey. I got three, five on it. It's a nice winter warmer. Uh, yeah. it would be great to have this bottle around the holidays. We should have waited. For so the I think I, the one this comes out next year, I might grab one for Christmas Eve at my mom's if we get back to normal next year. I'm going to, I'm going to probably grab a bottle when, if I can find it for Christmas time for the podcast. Yeah. Because Bob brought 2020 and we're going to bring 2021. Uh, I would say out of all of 2020, this is the coolest thing that came out of it so far. <laughs> um, this is coronavirus in a bottle, but not with the disease. Not the actual disease. Not the actual but disease, that. but it was very tasty. I gave it 375. So um, everyone score? What'd you give? Uh, I'm going to give that a four. I like it. Yeah, it's really good. It's a good winter sipper. I gave it a point. Eight. Oh, you, you're flexing. You're I'm flexing, flexing again. You're flexing. Your um. I'm flexing again. Beer of the night, Bob. We'll start with you. Um, Lord likes the pine trees best. All his trees. There you go. I agree. Oh, oh you're 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 scratching a little bit. Sorry. What do you think? Well, I would like to vote for the one that I brought. I'll also go with. The winter warmer. I'm gonna do it just to fill in with the crew, but I'm in, I'm with you for I would say my beer tonight would be the other one, but I'll agree with the team. I think this is a good beer. Uh, we'll go second place. I think we're both on the same page. We're gonna go Sleepy Giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That works. yeah. Um, 
I'm fine with that. Yeah, Sleepy Giants going to be number it, two. It's just wild that it's as high of a percent as it is, and it doesn't drink it. And it's like, got a doggo on it. Yeah. And collab episode. Yeah, and they work together, BrewDog yeah, seriously, and there's, there's an episode they... So I guess one of the things back in the day is they would ferment their beers on the roof of a building, like in like a like a tub basically, and that's what they did with their episode. Interesting. Let's they have a, a, a the trendy thing now is to call them cool ships, but like a that's what it's called. Yes, cool ship. When uh, if you do traditional European farmhouse ales or, or lambics, uh, all that is open wild fermentation. And so it's crazy. Some of that stuff has gotten like so specific to the brewery. Yeah, and like just the area it came from. That like, because uh, 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 there was actually, I wish I could remember the name of the brewery, but uh, um, they've been around for a couple hundred years, and uh, they had to do some reconstruction on the building, uh, including the fermentation area, and then they started having problems with the beer. Because the like the the, the, the yeast actually like lives in the building. It was, yeah, it was it was so concentrated that when they uh, tore part of the wall down and put a new one in, the, the there wasn't enough of the yeast left alive. Uh, to, did you to read make this? The the did same. you read this when you went off? It's the forty six annual yep. special ale. That's I think crazy. I read that at the beginning. Yeah, forty six annual. Holy fuck! This is actually this brewery is. Um, um, a lot of people credit Anchor with the, the beginning of the craft yep. beer yeah, revolution in America. I remember uh, this was a, like a, like, a yep. like a Kyers or a Yingling or whatever, and uh, they hit really hard times. Uh, they were so poor that uh, at the end, uh, they were actually making their beer with baker's yeast instead of brewer's yeast because they couldn't afford it holy and fuck. Um, I, I wish I could remember the gentleman's name, and he he bought the brewery and turned it around. And, um, and where are they at? San Francisco. I have to give them credit, so I'm going to Google it. But. Yeah. I, I, I can remember the first Anchor Steam that I had. Yeah. It's not was out brand at angle, my, I think. I was out at my aunt's in Huntington Beach, California. We went to an Angels game, and I wanted to get a beer. So I was looking at the beer list, and I'm like, oh, I'll have an Anchor Steam. And then that's my first Anchor Steam. Um, was nice. that? There were... Like it was a choice of like that, Tecate, Miller Lite, yeah. like, and I'm like, Frederick Lewis Maytag bought it in uh, 1965. Does he have any relation to the washing machine uh, company? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he does, actually. Yeah. Well, here's the thing too. I want to pitch to you guys as as possible, like maybe for Patreon or we could do it for an actual episode. So you know how like not cool in high school and bang and and uh, truth behind illusion, we we come up with a topic yeah and then we research a topic and we kind of present it like with notes and like we do the history of something is that something that you guys would be interested in doing like yeah. on your yeah. o- on your That'd office cool. absolutely finding yeah. the history of like a brewery and like yeah, yeah like one of the features we could like or even like the brewery like or even like a beer or like the style style in yeah. general and bring like ones of of that style like it's cool like the the whole reason ipas exist is because hops are preservative and to get them Around the that's, fucking yeah, there, there was Cape no of New Hope, yeah, all back to India. Yeah, yep. That's how they preserved them. They just hopped so, the yeah. fuck out of them. Yeah, so, yeah. there was actually, because everything was to supply the British Army in India. Yeah. yeah. And uh, like you said, uh, there was no Suez Canal then. Everything yeah. went by sail ship. Yeah. Completely all, the, all the way Africa. around Africa and back up the other side. Yeah, so. And uh, the beer would always arrive spoiled. And yeah. So, so they started uh, to overhop it. And um, 
a lot of people don't realize it back then, but uh, uh, like if you joined the British or even the the American Army or whatever, it wasn't like you just joined and you were in for three years. And yeah, you, like if you enlisted in the army back then, you were in for like ten or twenty yeah, life. years. <laughs> and um, I, that's the only beer you get for thirty years. Well, you, you freaking get used to that. Yeah, and um, even when the modern stuff started to come into play, uh, it's not anymore but at one time the the british army and navy were uh, the masters of the world they were huge yeah and um we have a couple million people back home and that's the only beer they had for 30 years there's going to be a demand for it because when they yeah you know you retire you go back home or or even if you stay where you are well it's cool because like that like where some cocktails came from like gimlets gimlets were came from british sailors because they would have a like their gin ration and they would give them lime juice to fight scurvy because the vitamin C. So that's how a gimlet came about gin and tonics. Same deal. Like they had like a gin ration and they put, we're going to heal you, but also they put the quinine in there because the quinine fought against malaria. So like the British, like whatever doing in Africa, that's how gin and tonics came about. Nice. So, so it's, I, it's crazy where some things come from. So what I would what I would challenge you guys is maybe start doing a research a research topic now, and then by the time you get enough of your research topic done, we can all kind of swing it. Now the funny thing for the show is obviously when you get halfway through, you're gonna be kind of fucking and getting you fucking you know what I mean like <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but. I think it'd be cool to kind of do research of like the history of the beer or find a story based on something alcohol related. And if if you want to get fancy and do like a supernatural, like this brewery's haunted and we can talk about it. Like haunted brewery. Yeah. Or like, Oh, I'm sure there was Finch with the, uh, that they opened in like an old Navy yard. Yeah. The Navy club had the, they saw this creature, which, which they called the Oozle Finch. Mm hmm. Which was a large-eyed bird that they saw, just like a humongous large-eyed bird. They just saw yeah. like in the water, and yeah. then that became the. So we'll, we'll rotate every episode, and we'll do this when we come after we come back. So yeah. we'll have a nice little break. Cool. We'll come back. We'll do a normal episode as if we did it normally with my brother when we have like the the our trip beers plus what we what you brought for the other place, and then starting in June. We'll do like if, if we're not on location talking to a brewery where they would give us their history. We'll we'll, we'll incorporate that into our episodes. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, right, yeah. Cool. That's our, that's the challenge, and then that's gonna be the change of banging beers coming into the future. Is we're gonna maybe beer history, maybe a little bit of the history of this brewery. And we stuff like are that. going to do our homework. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do some homework, <laughs> and then we're gonna drunk explain to you like drunk, drunk history about beers. Drunk explain. Yeah, we're gonna drunk, drunk explain, and we got some drunk explaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> Could we do a book it program where we'll be bringing however many topics? Then we get, get a free, free pizza. pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You bring so many topics, and I'll order a pizza for you guys. We'll, All right. we'll have pizza parties. There's nothing, nothing boosts morale at a shitty job like a pizza party. Like a pizza party. Yes, yeah. correct. They're like, oh, we're working you super, super hard and not paying you so, enough. Here's yeah, a pizza party. Hey, here's some pizzas or some hamburgers and hot dogs. Your, your <laughs> valued comp- contribution to the company's success is worth a dollar twenty-five. You have made us four million dollars instead of us paying you. Here's, here's a pizza. pizza. Party. Yeah, or here's a hot dog. Yeah, hot dog pizza. Enjoy. Yeah. Oh yeah, hot dog pizza. Hot dog pizza. F- fabulous. We don't have that problem. No, we actually get some good shit. At the we, we get. <laughs> yeah, really we, shit. yeah, we. Yeah, we. They have. They have kielbasa pizza at, at the tap. What? Yeah, they, call a, they call it a Polish pie. Yeah, oh, Polish yeah. pie. I'm a little. I'm a little. There's salty pierogi pies at some places. 
Like, I'm a little salty with the Polish right now. Have you seen what's been going on over there? Well, they, they, they're going to be messed up for a while. Oh, they're. We I can, mean, but that's everywhere in Eastern Europe where there's a big. Um, uh, uh, you know, and, and being under Soviet domination for, for the last. 40 or 50 years before they all became free again didn't, yeah. didn't help that scene in. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, in Poland, they had like their first LGBTQ like rally. Oh, yeah. And all of like what they would deem as their right wing and their like conservatives stormed and just kicked the shit out of everybody. Like beat them up for being gay, essentially, and the police were just like. I mean, but that's like in Russia. Putin oh, Russia! Made, good luck. Made it a crime to be gay. Yeah, it's disgusting. And like, so that's what uh, that's what drives me nuts when people are like, "Oh, America's so terrible." It's like, it's, <laughs> like fucking good luck elsewhere, buddy. Yeah, like try to be in Poland right now. Like, we, we we may have had a president that was relatively terrible, but it doesn't mean that <laughs> yeah, as a whole, even as a so, whole, the like, country is but, terrible. Regardless of the Trump shit, like the thing, like I am not a Trump supporter. We still have a democracy. Yeah. Like the thing is, what drove me nuts about Trump is everyone calling Trump a fascist. And yeah. I'm like, Trump may suck or you may not agree with Trump or he's an asshole, whatever. But just the fact that you can call Trump a fascist <laughs> means that Trump's not a fascist. Yeah. Because if you were in another country where you're doing that shit, you'd be fucking loaded up onto a train and never seen again. Which is super Like sad. China. Yeah, I, I mean, like, the stuff that i seen in Poland recently, I was like, it's heartbreaking. No, I mean, it's, the thing is, it's just, those were, Like, women can't. went to protest the right to, like, where wherever you lie in the, on the field when it comes to abortion, right? So these women went to, like, protest the right to have f choice, to at least have choice. Not to say, like, we want to do it all the time, but this is our choice. And literally, a bunch of people, a bunch of men stormed the street and beat the fuck out of these women, and the police watched. Watched. I was like, fuck, man. That's why like, I'm like, people like complain about America, but like, good luck elsewhere. Come on, seriously. Yeah. I, I mean, listen. I mean, maybe, maybe with the exception of Canada, because Canada, they don't even give a fuck. Yeah, who's Canada? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're so friendly up there. Yeah. But like, everyone makes it out like this country's so fucking terrible, but the, yeah. half the shit you can do, you can do it because you're here. If you do it anywhere else, you're never going to get heard from again. Yeah. It's sad. It's a sad world we live in. I just want everyone to have a free shake. That's just all I want. Yeah. I want everyone to have a free opportunity. I but, treat uh, everyone with respect as an individual. Yeah. Like if you're a piece of shit, I fucking don't like you. Yeah. I don't give I a don't fuck. I don't care what, what you do, what color you are, what you like anything. I'm like, if you're a decent person, fucking have at it yeah well i don't care what color you are or how you have an orgasm if you're an asshole you're an asshole yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the best way to sum it up i don't care your color or how you unless you're like fucking like your kid or something then I, yeah if you're fucking kids fuck go fuck shit. yourself yeah, yeah you can go fuck yourself get murdered okay and on that note <laughs> <laughs> on that note we'll when see you're, you in three weeks when straight death to pedophiles <laughs> just do that that's yeah when okay. you're when you're i think everyone can agree with that yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, yeah, you just made me think of something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll hold off here. What's Bob got? Bob's been coming out of his shell lately, and I fucking love it. We're slowly breaking him down. He's like, all right, I'm going to come out of my shell more. I mean, also, to be fair, we had, what, like 12 beers? Yeah. <laughs> we're, <fucking happy. laughs> we're like, we're going to solve the world's problems drunk. You read out loud for the class. It occurs to me that every state has a database of sex offenders that does absolutely nothing for anyone, but there is no database for serially violent cops. Which would you rather pay for? Oh, I agree. Oh, here's, here's the response. Database of sex offenders that no one absolutely does nothing for no one. The sound like something a sex offender would say 
And it's and then there's a screenshot of the guys from the original post is registered on the Virginia sex offender. Oh yeah, the guy who posted it's on a sex offender list. <laughs> oh man, irony. <laughs> the irony. Is just, I'm choking on it. <laughs> um, yeah, we're we're not going to save the world's problems being hammered. We're just talking out of our ass at this point. Uh, thank you for joining Bang and Beers podcast, hanging out with us. Patreon episode. If you want to support the Patreon, it's five dollars a month. You get these episodes ahead of time. If you don't. Uh, I understand too. We do have some t-shirts available. You can buy some t-shirts. You can really support us. Uh, the biggest thing is please, please give us feedback. If you're a brewery and you watch this and you like what we do, message us. I'm looking at you, Willow. <laughs> you're like, oh, we've been listening for a while. We would have never known. Show us some love. Uh, I'm going to be honest. As someone who's a critic content, maybe I do have a little bit of an ego. Maybe I am kind of a fucking narcissist when it comes to this. But like, we don't know if we're doing a good job if you don't tell well, us. Well, no, it's more. Yeah. yeah, it's more so like. Or if you want to collaborate, if like, you want to be on the show, please message us. Like we have, we have a bunch of breweries we want to talk to. But if you're going to make the move, like if you want to be on the show and you make the move, that just makes everything easier for everybody. Yeah. Because if you're like, hey, I watch you guys. Love your content. Love to have you down the brewery. Just tell us, because like and we won't get this drunk. This there's is- seven thousand breweries within a fucking hundred mile radius, and it's like it's hard to nail down where we're gonna go. Yo, so we, like, and ask, 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 ask. ask. Yeah, <laughs> if, like, if this- you want to be on, let us know, please. And here's the thing, because you're probably on our list anyway. You you're 100 on our list. Um, if you another thing too is we're looking to do the bus thing. Yes. Right. So if we come to your thing and you give us 15, 20 minutes to come and just let, talk to you as an owner or as someone and just give you a couple minutes, we have the capability of bringing a bus full of fucking people to come to your business and give you some money. And, and there is also always a relatively easy loop to do. Yeah. Like, to get us yeah, from three or four yeah. from where we start and go north. I don't know about all that. <laughs> no, well, I'm, I'm just saying. Because if we like, drink at one like, brewery and then like, hey, we're going to go to another and record another episode, we're going to be well, fucked. I'm, I'm just more <laughs> thinking like in general okay. to bring people to yes. the brewery. Yes. Yes. Like, to, to do, do the episode at the first stop so we're all coherent. And, yes. and then, and then the other going. ones just be, ooh, what, what about an episode at the first and the last? <laughs> and then vote on which episode is better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but then at last breweries, they'd be like, we go through with their drunkest. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's... With that might be the most fun episode. Yeah. It might be. Oh, 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 I have to say, just, uh, we're all going to be nebsed. Uh, uh, like, welcome to Neb Podcast. Um, no, but, we um, like beer. Beer good. <laughs> End episode. Beer good, me and me more beer. <laughs> um, but no, we, that is something we want to start doing is we want to create the, the Bang and Beer Podcast bus. And we have a friend who's willing to do that. <laughs> more, more, bus. more than willing. <laughs> we're gonna spray paint the side of his bus. <laughs> oh, we're not. We're gonna hang a. We're gonna Bang get a magnet. Bus. Maybe we can get a magnet. Where we can yeah, like on a the big side. ass magnet. And then we cover the bus in stickers from the breweries that we were at. Ooh, I don't think he'll go for that. Oh, he'll go for it if we give him enough money. <laughs> like three bucks. He'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Can we like, cover all the seats in your muzzle stick? Like the roof. Yeah. Yeah. The roof. It hey, cov- it, yeah. It could be a thing. That would be fucking fun. It would be. Do you think we can cut like a section of the back seats out and make it like a table and chairs and we could hook up the podcast in the bus? I don't see why not. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he could be convinced. Yeah. I mean, he does have a lot of buses, he so does. maybe. Well, he'll dedicate one to us. I think he does 
he has more buses than one person should own. <laughs> yeah, so. and vans and everything. <laughs> yes, but that's I really want to do that. I, now that we're going back to hundred capacity, hundred percent capacity, people are vaccinated. People are people are doing it the right way. We just fill up a bus and we go to a brewery and yeah. and help these businesses who've been struggling. And like we could pull the bus up out front, and then they know that we're there, and then. Dude, I love it. it. And we can like hang our tapestry out the yeah. window bag towards like, your bus. Yeah. <laughs> fucking bag love it. And then anyone that's in there that wants to come in and get it. Well, I mean, there the only, should be a vetting process. Yeah. The, like a pre-interview with somebody yeah, yeah. to make sure that you're not fucking insane. <laughs> 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 but I, what I want to do is, yeah, you have to come drink with us. And if you can't handle four beers without fucking pissing yourself or acting like a psychopath, we're not bringing yeah. you. Yeah, yes. correct. Yeah, yeah two, two beers in and you're a projectile vomiter. Yeah, yeah we yeah. don't, we don't, we, we want you to come because at the end of the day, if you're getting on the bus, you're representing us, even though you're not part of us. Because if we're bringing you to like four or five breweries and you can't handle yourself, you're not coming back ever again. Because <laughs> like we're bringing our name and we want to, we want to support business. And obviously, drinking is a good time, but you have to also drink responsibly and not be a, a lot and an idiot yep. and, and that's even the thing about craft beer in general like it's quality over quantity so exactly. like you're not necessarily doing it to get drunk it happens a lot but like i'm, drink, I'm drunk <laughs> Gener- right. generally not on purpose yeah. Yeah. Like, i'm drunk right now uh, and i'm at the point where i like where i would be like i'm gonna after we wrap here i'm gonna drink a couple waters we're gonna relax get some food and we're gonna relax and then go from there you know what i mean like yeah. I'm, i hit my limit but that's what we want to do with the bus. I think it'd be a good time. And if you want to be the first brewery who who enters our bus trip, let's do it. Let's figure it out and let's get it done. Like we have so many different locations we go to. We can go to the, the Maryland area, the up like the New York area, Jersey. You know, like our bus driver. Well, I mean, is, even realistically, the Maryland area, we could, uh, we could hit. Yeah, there's there's plenty of places in Maryland and New Jersey that, that you can you can Guinness be brewery. sitting down in a brewery in, in less than two hours. And the only thing we would charge, and what I want to say this right now, is if we charge you to get on the bus, the podcast is not making a dime of it. It all goes to the guy who who is driving us. That's just how we're that's how we're going to operate it. We're not making any money as a podcast because we're not here to make money. If you want to buy a T-shirt, cool, that helps us. We get like four bucks or two bucks a T-shirt. It's not it's really nothing extravagant. If you give us five bucks on patreon we're probably getting a dollar fifty because patreon takes the fees like we're not really making a lot of money and we're not looking to make a lot of money our whole goal is to put over the people who make the product so if we get there we're going to pay our bus driver because he's the one who's willing to drive a bunch of drunk idiots to a brewery and multiple breweries and then when we get there we're going to pay like our, our ticket is paying for his meal to hang out and, and enjoy himself um and not be drunk and then when you get to the brewery we're, we're, our cost to get on the bus will be low, so you can still buy beers when you get to the place and buy merchandise and, and food really and, and food yeah. and really pump that business up with money of, that they would have needed. But I think that'd be a cool thing to do is is, is is get the bus together. I think we should do the Allentown area first. Yeah, like Macab and Brew Daddy and McCall. all that. McCall. McCall. What did McCall. I say? McCall. McCall. McCall Brew Daddy. McCall Brew Daddy. McCall is the new metal brew. Uh, cream corn. Yeah. The cream corn beer. Yeah. <laughs> Funk. Funk, yeah. yeah. Like, I think that would be a cool like first trip. With the, and then we do like the Mechanicsburg, maybe, maybe, Harrisburg. Maybe not start at Weyerbacher. <laughs> no. We end there. We no, end at Weyerbacher. Weyerbacher ends everybody's day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's if weird. you start there, it's over. Because like, I don't think they brew anything under 8%. Yeah. yeah. And Weyerbacher... Then, 
And all Ooh. these places we would contact, like, hey, we're going to come to your thing. And, and, and But that that would be really fun. Like, I, I, that's what I've been looking forward the most for the podcast. We're not going to blindside them and just, like, show up. Yeah. Andy's been pitching this for a while, and I kind of blew him off. And then I kind of went on my first bus trip. I'm like, this is doable. Yeah. 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 It's a good time. But we're going to end here. Bang and Beers podcast, Patreon, episode number nine. Like I said, feedback is super important. Let Hell us know yeah. about it. I can't see my mouse. Do a boy. All right, we'll use it. We'll use this. Uh, here's some faith in exile, aka Andy's band, and we'll we'll see you guys next time. We're out of here. Andy's bandy. Andy's bandy. <laughs>